In Waco, Texas, we mean something like a postseason game. So, yeah, that, that's one of those things they really love to, to be able to do. You know, I'm making fun of Ward, and I guess it's kind of poetic justice because I, uh, I, I'm normally he, he drives the boat. Uh-huh. You know, he, he steers the ship. Yeah, so he's on that side of the desk. Yeah. It, it, today I am, and I've already forgot to do a couple of things. And so, anyway, we'll, we'll muddle through, and that's that's basically how we're going to get it done. Uh, speaking of high school football, we will have high school football for you tonight as the Mar Panthers travel down to, uh, to Elgin, and they're going to take on uh, Falls City. That'll be a 7 o'clock kick, and we'll have it at 6.30. Isn't that kind of an annual rematch between those two in the postseason? This, I believe, is the fifth or the fourth uh, consecutive year uh, that they have met. Most of the time they meet in Georgetown or Round Rock. Pflugerville. Or or Pflugerville, or yeah, somewhere in that, in that part of the world. But well, it's uh, fairly close. Their coach said, we ain't playing you there. Because they keep losing there. <laughs> yeah, it's the stadium. Uh, I guess the field's not 100 yards long or, you know. 50 yards wide. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anyway, uh, we'll talk more about that coming up uh, in a few minutes. Also on the program today, hang on, I, you got to hear this. I, I love this. We're just really focused on self-improvement and winning. You know, we're, we got to do whatever we got to do to win the game. Um, but these guys are very accountable. The work ethic of our football team, the whole space is very high. Uh, they're very accountable. Uh, we know what people think of us. We love that. Uh, we're comfortable who we are, where we are. Uh, but I'm excited about what's in front of us because, you know, we, we – you know, we're, we're going to win this game. Um, I'm confident in that and just, the, you know, the prep that's going into it. Uh, but, you know, more importantly, we're going to, you know, we want to improve too along the way. So I think that's all part about what the challenge of December football gives you. Cowboys in Washington? Are we going back to the 70s? Tom Landry, George Allen? Because Ron Rivera said that was a mistake. He called that a mistake. <laughs> declaring that they're going to win the football game. Okay. But, uh. How about that? Mike McCarthy says, we're going to win the football game. I apologize. I had not heard that particular quote earlier. There's, he almost sounded like Urban Meyer. <laughs> I'm saying, why is Urban Meyer talking about that? Mike McCarthy, yeah. you know, it, we're going to win the game. Okay. Go go get it done. What what Jimmy Johnson say? Put it in six-inch letters yeah. or whatever? I don't know. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. But I like it. I mean, you know, because that used to be – that used to be a smack-talking rivalry right there. Oh, yeah, well, especially for when George Allen was the coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Boy, how he many, hated those Cowboys, Well, how many, how many Cowboy fans hated George Allen? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always All licking, of them. Sonny always, Jergeson, Billy always, Kilmer. Yeah, always licking those thumbs. Yeah. You know. So, <laughs> I just – I heard that and I went, well, hang on a second here. You got the 6-6 six and six Washington football team. And the eight and four Cowboys playing on Sunday. I hope they're known as that the rest of the millennium. I just I don't hope they never get a nickname. There's always the Washington football team. I think that may be their plan. That's fine by me. So, anyway, it is uh, coffee time here on a, on a uh, on a uh, Friday morning. We'll also uh, we're gonna we're gonna visit with uh, Kevin Hoffman a little later on in the program. Uh, talk about uh, that Mart and uh, Falls City matchup and. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, and that will, I'm proud to say that we will have every head coach in Central Texas on this week. We've had everyone that's in the playoffs. Yes, that's okay. that's still playing. Okay, uh, this that going into the week. Right. Uh, Marlon fell last night in a gut wrenching yeah, football game. Absolutely, that was a knockdown drag out, and uh, man, they turned it over what three or four times mm. or something like that. So, uh, had a chance, but. Yeah. Uh, 
look, when you turn the football over, but that does not – I mean, that doesn't take away from the, the year that they've had. Absolutely not. Oh, I mean, what a they, job they surprised they've surprised most everybody. First-year yeah. coach coming in here from El Paso and, and winning like that. This is a great turnaround there in Marlin. Yep, he uh, did a good job. So um, uh, we'll, we'll talk some high school football a little bit later on. Ricky Thompson's going to join us. Uh, we'll talk about the Bears' win on Saturday in, uh, at AT&T. Kind of start looking ahead to the uh, – to the Sugar Bowl and uh, talk about some of the postseason awards and just talk some college football with Ricky Thompson. Kyle Yeomans is going to join us. Kyle with the Dallas Cowboys going to give us a preview of the Cowboys and Washington. Uh, Craig Way would join us. Hey, normally we have Greg Tepper mm-hmm. from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, but Greg and his family expanded this week. They had a bouncing baby boy. Congratulations to the Tepper family. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, Greg's not going to be with us this morning, so uh, Craig Way will. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the show has moved to Saturday night on uh, Fox. Not Fox, I'm sorry, on yeah, Bally's. Bally, yeah, yeah I got to change you gotta change your thought process on Bally's yeah. Sports Southwest. So uh, we'll, we'll, talk to, we'll talk to Craig Way, talk about some of the high school games that are coming up. And uh, also, again, Ward White's, if we can get him roused out of the sack by 845, We'll, uh, we'll visit with Ward and see what's going on with the uh, Mary Harden Baylor Crusaders. So it is a full tilt boogie here on uh, on this Friday morning. All right, let's say let's get a check of the Fox 44 weather forecast. And our weather this morning is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925. They're at 6101. Bosky Boulevard. Check them out at whbfamily.com. I'll tell you this. Just get out your sunglasses, your shorts, and the cocoa butter. It's going to be a toasty little Friday here in the heart of Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Get ready for a record-breaking day today. We'll see clearing skies with highs topping out at 85 degrees, and that should smash the record high of 80, which was set back in 1938. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 50 and mostly sunny, breezy, and cooler tomorrow, with temperatures holding steady in the mid to upper 50s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action on Sunday, December 19th in Connecticut against Michigan in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Tina and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Lorena Leopards are headed to the state championship game after a 55-17 semifinal win over Lago Vista. The Marlin Bulldogs, though, were knocked out of the 2A Division I semifinals by Hawley, 19-12. Tonight, the China Spring Cougars take on Cuero, first spot in the 4A Division II state championship game. Dave Aranda has been named Big 12 Coach of the Year by Associated Press. In his second year as head coach, he guided Baylor to a conference championship and a New Year's Six Bowl game. Jalen Petrie is the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, according to Associated Press. He leads the APL Conference first team along with Terrell Bernard, Treston Ebner, Connor Galvin, and Apu Ika. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 7 o'clock hour brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Tom and Lark Smith. Lark in for Ward White, who uh, is in Whitewater, Wisconsin, where uh, the uh, UMHB Crusaders will play tomorrow afternoon at 2.30. I couldn't figure out why he couldn't leave today. If it was, you know, uh, a 2.30 kick tomorrow, why did, you know, why'd you have to go on Thursday? He got to get acclimated. Is it, yeah. yeah to the to the minus eight and wind chill of thirty five below zero or whatever the hell. Well, also it, is. it gets darker up there quicker now that the sun has moved to the south of the uh, of the equator. E, yeah. It gets darker quicker, stays darker longer. You just got to get acclimated to all that. Okay, all right, I, I'm if, <laughs> I'm buying, I'm buying. So anyway, uh, you mentioned Sports Center, the uh, the high school football stuff that is going on, mm-hmm. and uh, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the high school football games. Again, we'll begin with Marlon, and, and I'll tell you this, 19-12 to 12, the final. 
Marlon finishes 11 and four under uh, under Coach Ruben Torres. Four turnovers in the game last night, and that's just too hard to overcome in a in a postseason game this deep in the playoffs when you're in the semifinals. But with that said, make no mistake about it, that was a great year. Oh, absolutely! Just uh, an unexpected great year for the Marlin Bulldogs this year. Nobody thought that they would they would be that well. None that of day. us did, but he did. Yeah, uh, we're absolutely. talking with him. I mean, he he felt like he had a chance. I mean, uh, he they knew they had some athletes, and, and they knew Marlin that, and, and they knew that if they put things together, and you know, the, man, they play like a team, in uh, in that unification and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, they did a great job. Can you they, imagine they, how good they would have been if that uh, kid that transferred in from Bremont had not been declared ineligible? Oh, yeah. You know. And then I think they had a couple that transferred out, you know. Uh, but with everything that's going on within the the system, uh, what they've accomplished is, is you know, that's just a, a terrific year. And, boy, I uh, look forward to seeing what they do next year. Absolutely. Look forward to seeing what they do next year. Now, mm-hmm. Ray Biles and the Lorena Leopards get down seven to nothing. As you mentioned, I, I, they had a, a turnover in their special teams, which gave Laga Vista basically a freebie. Yeah, I mean, it fumble inside the five. Yeah, Why, they, you got to stop them. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they get their they early touchdown to go up seven nothing, but then Lorena gets the ball back and and there goes Red Hanson seventy five yards for the tying touchdown. Well, bottom line is it was thirty five unanswered. Yeah, and. and Sorry, it's over. <laughs> Pretty much. It's it's a done deal. Yeah. It is a done deal. And they go on to a 55-17 win. And, again, I was we were just looking at it the other day. I mean, it started with Madisonville, and, and just you just keep ripping and reading those scores, 50, 55, 62. I mean, just, you know, the list goes on and on and on. It's unreal. And like Ray pointed out when Coach Bobs was on the show the other day, uh, they scored on defense. They scored with special teams. Whatever uh, way they can. Uh, yeah, right. And, and that has been their M.O. is, you know, I think one of the new terms that everybody uses nowadays is complementary football. Defense complements offense. Offense complements special teams. Well, you want to talk about complementary football. The Leopards are playing complementary football. When the defense is giving the offense a short field or the special teams makes a play and gives them a short field or scores, whatever the case may be, which has been, the, which has been their M.O. at least over the last – well, look, the two teams that beat them early are a combined 28-0. and 0. And both in the state semifinals. And both in the state semifinals With tonight. a really good chance to go to should, the championship. Should. Franklin I, and China I, I don't think there's any doubt that China's going to get there. I don't – and I – look, it would be the biggest upset on the on planet Earth in Texas high school football if Franklin doesn't win the football game tonight. Absolutely. I mean, they're that good. Mm-hmm. So, you, that thing could have got off the track – but Coach Biles in his 30th year didn't let it get off the track. The nope. players didn't let it get off the track. They knew they knew what kind of football team they had, and they have reeled off, what, 13 in a row or something like yes, that? Sir. So, including – look, isn't it supposed to be close and tight and hard in the playoffs? You would think. <laughs> they're, they're ripping off 55-17 at 35 unanswered last night. I yeah. mean, good gracious, look I mean, what they're getting done. Yeah, I mean, look at some of the other scores from last night. Mm-hmm. You know, Brock beats Mount Vernon by a touchdown, 35-28. Overtime. Yeah, in overtime. OT for that yeah, one. The, the Marlin game was a difference of, of seven points. 
Shiner beats Timpson by seven points, 35-28. Mm-hmm. So those are all close games in the semifinals, but not Lorena's. They blow them out. So Lorena last went to the state championship in 89, I think. Uh, it could be. And I think they last won it in 87. Was John Henry on that football team? John Henry was on that football team. That was the John Henry team, wasn't it? They beat Refurio, I believe. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. I believe Refurio it was 8-7. It was 8-7, it was was to seven. yeah. And I was just thinking, imagine that, Refurio in a state championship game. That Boy, that's earth-shattering, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so Lorena will, will, uh, will advance, and they are now 13-2, and two, and they're going to take on Brock. And that will be at 3 o'clock on Thursday afternoon uh, at uh, – at AT&T Stadium, Brock defeated Mount Vernon, as we mentioned, 35-28 in overtime. You know, if in the cool thing is, Marlin, uh, Mark plays tonight, and we'll have the broadcast 6.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas, 7 o'clock kick, and they're going to play Fall City, and uh, that will be in Elgin. If Mart wins the football game, Central Texas – Pack your bag, load up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great day. You're yeah. going to have two Central Texas teams back-to-back. You'd have Mart at 11 a.m. on Thursday, next mm-hmm. Thursday, followed by Lorena at, at 3, 3 o'clock. o'clock. Would that be a fun day for high school football fans in Central Texas? And then possibly Franklin after that at 7 yep. o'clock. So, my goodness, could you have a day yeah. of it at AT&T Stadium? Yeah. Uh, UIL.org. Yeah. Get your seat. Get your tickets now. 20 bucks per session. Not per game. 20 bucks per session. That's mm-hmm. basically seven bucks a game. Yeah. I mean, come on now. And it's going to be 72 degrees yeah. no matter what the weather is. Yeah. Okay. So you have to pay $8 for a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. No, you don't. You do no, not have no, to. No. So. Anyway, I, I think it would be cool to uh, if we could get a, some of our Central Texas teams in there, and then, you know, uh, we'll uh, we'll get to you got Martin and as we mentioned, Fall City, and then China Spring, the Cougars taking on the Gobblers of Quero tonight at seven o'clock at uh, at Reeves Athletic Complex in Round Rock. With that win, and I, I'm look who, who's stopping them right now after what they've done in that region. They have gone through that region. And they beat the who's who of Texas high school football Absolutely. in that region. Sealy, Carthage, West Orange Stark. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So they'll get the winner of Gilmer and Salina mm-hmm. uh, at AT and T. Another Texas football yeah. legendary so, name, Salina. We'll yeah. see if they get well. Uh, and so is Gilmer. Well. Yeah. So well, it's supposed to be. And Absolutely. that's what we, we were talking about it yesterday. It's supposed to be hard when you're down to four teams. Yeah. Uh, don't tell the leopards that no. right now. But I'm telling you, for China Spring, what they've done yeah. to go through that region mm-hmm. and still be standing and with a great opportunity tonight to win and, and get to the championship, look, I mean, Central Texas high school football is well uh, right now. Looks with, real good. Yeah. And, uh, again, you've got Lorena. They've already punched their ticket. China and Mart look to punch their ticket tonight. So, uh, it should be a lot of fun. And, again, if uh, if Mart happens to win, they're going to play Stratford uh, on Thursday morning. Stratford defeated Albany, f- number five over number four, 35-14 the final last night. Uh, so, it, ironically, Mart is the only team or the only game that would play next Thursday that didn't play last night. 
Everybody else okay. in the state of Texas played last night to get on that Thursday to Thursday. Right. You know, but uh, Mart and, and uh, Fall City elected to play on uh, tonight, on Friday. So, but yeah. anyway, Whatever. at this point, the hay's in the barn. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's I, – I think so. All right, so we'll have the game, uh, the Mart Panthers and Fall City, and that will be a 6.30 broadcast tonight and uh, the kickoff at 7 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. 7.25, we are glad you are with us here this morning. Coming up in a few minutes, we are going to visit with Mart head coach Kevin Hoffman, get a, get a breakdown on uh, – on the uh, fine folks of Fall City, I, surely he knows them. Oh uh, yeah, they've they've met. Yeah, a couple <laughs> I mean, times they have met. Yeah, so we'll do that here in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we want to talk about Morrison's gifts. Hey, look, it is that time of the year. It is, and I, I know you 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 may have a birthday gift to buy or an anniversary gift to buy, but it is Christmas shopping season. And guys, if you're like me, you have no clue. And you kind of procrastinate, and you, then you start stumbling around going, what do I do to make this right? Well, I'll tell you what you do. Uh, you go to more – people have been doing it since 1979, and that is go to Morrison's Gifts, Waco's gift store headquarters. And, man, they got some great, great products and, and uh, ideas for you. John Hart leather goods, Consuela uh, bags and purses and totes and all that kind of stuff. They got key rings, candles, jewelry. They can even do a gift bag. You you give them a price point. Say, all right, $35. And I just made it up. I don't know where that came mm-hmm. from, but I just, you know. Okay, $33. Uh, you, I want a gift bag. And, and they'll go to town and make you a gift bag. And listen, when, when you make a purchase at Morrison's Gifts, they are going to provide free Christmas gift wrapping for you. How about that? So not only because you look half of the deal, and you guys know this, half of the deal is she's going to look at that. She's going to look at that package and go, "Wow, that is so pretty. I don't even want to open it." I mean, they do. So guys, get it done. Go to Morrison's Gifts, and uh, and, and, and and you know, and and see see the folks there, and and and. You'll be glad you did. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Dell in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. And, again, you can walk in and say, I don't have a clue, but I need some help. And I promise you, they'll t- you'll walk out of there going, golly, I hit a home run this time. Uh, Morrison's Gifts, again, 4308 West Waco Drive. Stop by and uh, tell them that we sent you by. Would you do that? All right, coming up next, we will visit with uh, Kevin Hoffman here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> In a rematch of last season's Sweet 16 matchup in Indianapolis, it's Baylor and Villanova this Sunday in the Farrell Center. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Bears, Wildcats, Baylor and Villanova. Sunday here on the home of the defending national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 18th and Sunday, December 19th at the Bell County Expo. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers. They buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the shows is extensive. But oftentimes, they don't have it, well, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find survivalist equipment, collectibles, and tons of ammo. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, December 18th, 9 to 5, and December 19th, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, 731 with Tom and Lark. Lark pitch hitting for Ward White, who is uh, in Whitewater getting ready for UMHB football coming up tomorrow. It is the, the semifinals, Whitewater and the uh, Crusaders of UMHB. Speaking of the uh, semifinals, Class 2A Division Two semifinals coming up tonight. It is the uh, Falls City Club, and you're Mark Panthers, and we're joined now by head coach Kevin Hoffman. Coach, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How's everybody this morning? We are great. We appreciate your time. Uh, fourth consecutive meeting with uh, with Fall City. Uh, it's you've met, so there's no secrets right here, is there? No, there's no secrets between these two teams. You know, when you played uh, for your, going on your fourth year in a row in the semifinals and uh, everything that's at stake. You know, uh, I'm sure they got a few tricks up their sleeves, and so do we. But uh, you know. We pretty much know each other, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a game. What's it come down to? I mean, w- when you play somebody like this, and it, they're, they're a championship-caliber team, you're a championship-caliber team, what's what's this football game come down to? Uh, it's going to come down to the team that makes the fewest mistakes. Uh, you know, we got to take care of our business and, and not have any turnovers. And, you know, when we're on defense, we got to – uh, we got to stop the triple option, and uh, you know we got to we got to make them uh, get out of their comfort zone and uh, uh, do something that they don't necessarily like to do. And uh, uh, it's gonna it's gonna come down to uh, you know which team makes the fewest mistakes. I'm going to assume this is another typical Fall City team where they're big and physical up front. Oh yeah, and the biggest guy on their teams are quarterback. So uh, you know he's. Uh, He's a big dude, and they run, you know, like I said, the triple option. And so, uh, you know, they, they want to run him. They want to hand a dive. and uh, uh, But they're they're big and physical as always, and uh, we're always the smaller, faster team. And uh, But, you know, we've been successful, and 
uh, our formula. We're going to continue to try to do that. The folks in Mart that have watched these previous three games between the, the Mart Panthers and the Beavers from Falls City uh, may see a little bit of difference because there's a different coach than, not from last year, but the previous two years. Mark Kuroff is, is back with, with the Beavers. Uh, do you expect anything different from him than, from what you saw like two years ago? Uh, you know, it, yeah, they're they're different from the uh, the two teams that we played in uh, eighteen and nineteen. Uh, you know, but you know the the team that we played last year in twenty twenty, uh, same team, same style, same offense, same everything. Uh, you know, he he's coached a, a long time and been successful with uh, uh, you know his his uh, style. And uh, you know, when you get in a game like this, you know. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna go with what you're comfortable with, and uh, you know it's no different on our side. Uh, at this level, there's a lot of players that play on both sides of the football. As far as Fall City goes, who is the guy that you really need to neutralize, both offensively and defensively? Well, it it it, it starts and ends with their quarterback. Okay. Uh, you know, you know he's on offense. He's he's what makes them go and runs that offense, and then defensively. Uh, you know, he's playing safety, and then he'll end up at linebacker, and he'll end up at defensive end. Uh, he'll end up all over the field on defense. So, uh, you know, it starts and ends uh, with Fall City and their their quarterback. We we mentioned that. Uh, they've got, seven, I think, seven guys going both ways. But, you know, that's a benefit you have, Coach, uh, in, in that you don't have a lot of guys playing on both sides of the football. Uh, yeah, you know, and that was – kind of our plan you know after last year's game that that uh, you know we lost in the state championship but uh, you know we looked at our roster over the over the off season in the summer and thought we had a chance to do this that we had uh you know plenty of kids that we could get more people on the field less two-way players uh right now we only have three two-way players and uh, uh the big benefit is is having uh, our offensive linemen uh, none of them play defense, and then our defensive linemen, none of those guys play offense, so they're fresh because, uh, you know, in, in any football game, it's uh, the, the main part of it is what happens down there in the trenches. Obviously, you got to be clicking to, to be in the state semifinals, but w- when you look at your football team and you self-scout your football team, what do you like about your club right now? Well, I mean, we're, we're able to do uh, – you know, defensively, we're able to get stops and get people off the field and force turnovers, and and uh, and we've been doing that all year. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna live and die with our defense. Uh, you know, if we if we can keep our opponents, um, you know, under you know under twenty points or less, we feel like we have a a great shot of winning. Um, and you know, our defense has has done a great job all year. And you know, offensively, us us just being able to kind of. Uh, change a little bit from the previous years and what we're doing and and uh, what our philosophy uh, has become with uh, you know trying to be more balanced have more kids on the field spread the ball around uh, get the ball to playmakers in space and let them run throw the ball a little bit more uh, than we ever have and uh, it's worked for us And, and the fact that you have the ability to go fast when you want to or to play at a normal pace when you want to. I, I think that is a huge benefit to your football uh, team. Yeah, you know, we, we uh, you know we feel like at this time of the year, uh, you know, we, we want to go fast. We want to play with tempo. Uh, we want to wear, uh, you know, the other teams down, especially, you know, people that, that 
especially at our level, you know, that have multiple two-way players, and especially in the offensive defensive lines, uh, if we can get those guys, you know, they got to stop the run, and they got to stop the screens, and they got to run sideline to sideline uh, on defense, and then they got to come over on their offense and play and and uh, block and try to uh, try to handle our defense. That you know, in the second half, that we can wear those people down. Uh, and then hopefully, uh, you know, third and fourth quarter, especially, uh, you know, when they're standing with their hands on their hips and not lined up, that we're going and snapping the ball and running. And, uh, you know, they're, they're tired and, uh, you know, they, they can't get lined up. They're not focused on what they're supposed to be focused on. Uh, we could take advantage of that. Coach, man, we, uh, we appreciate your time this morning on, on game day and uh, look, forward to, uh, look forward to the game tonight and look forward to seeing you down in Elgin. I appreciate it, guys, and uh, y'all be careful driving down. Will do. I appreciate it. That is Good uh, luck, Kevin. That is uh, Kevin Hoffman, the head coach of the Mar Panthers. And, you know, this is a program, especially under Kevin. I mean, they've won a bunch of championships. Mm-hmm. But, you know, th- there's not a – hey, remember old five or – I mean, they don't do that stuff. I mean, it's about today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably why they win these championships. Well, the, the only thing is the tradition there in Mark, those, those young men – want to keep up that tradition. I mean, it's just passed on from from generation to generation there in Mark that you're going to have a good football team, you're going to play football, you're going to do what's right to make sure that Mark football stays on the Texas football map. You, you mentioned their coach. Uh, Kiroff? Yeah, Kiroff. A couple of things interesting. Number one, he, he'd been there for a long time, right. left, came back, mm-hmm. and his son is the head coach of, at Lovelady, which the Panthers have already defeated this year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- they know each other. <laughs> the, <laughs> to say the least. They, th- we've met. So, yeah, so there you go. All right, uh, and, and again, that is a 6.30 broadcast tonight, 7 o'clock for the kick. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll have our crew down there, and we'll be ready to go and look forward to, to the uh, football game, the, the uh, semifinals between uh, Falls City and the uh, – and the more Panthers. All right, it's uh, 7.40, 20 away from 8 o'clock. Let's take a look back to last Saturday. Let's take a look ahead to New Year's Day, and let's talk about some of these postseason awards, and let's do that with Ricky Thompson, brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. That'll be coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time. Tom and Lark Smith in for Ward White's this morning. Uh, our 7 o'clock hour, as we uh, have mentioned, is brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Ricky Thompson, coming your way next here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It was that tweet that I sent out of Lincoln Riley kicking a field goal to make it 66-33 at the end of that game against Baylor in 2018. Aaron, that thing has now been shared close to 6,000 times. Through various sources, I understand now that uh, Matt Rule enjoyed the tweet. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. 
FTFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you at Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Lorena Leopards are headed to the state championship game after a 55-17 semifinal win over Lago Vista. The Marlette Bulldogs, though, were knocked out of the 2A Division I semifinals by Hawley, 19-12. Tonight, the China Spring Cougars take on Cuero, first spot in the 4A Division II state championship game. Dave Aranda has been named Big 12 Coach of the Year by Associated Press. In his second year as head coach, he guided Baylor to a conference championship and a New Year's Six Bowl game. Jalen Petrie is the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, according to Associated Press. He leads the APL Conference first team along with Terrell Bernard, Treston Ebner, Connor Galvin, and Apu Ika. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Seven forty-five, fifteen away from eight. Drive safely if you are on your way to work or school this morning. It is a game day here on ESPN Central Texas as we've got Mart and the uh, Fall City Beavers coming up tonight at seven o'clock, six thirty for the pregame, and we are going to talk some uh, football. And we are joined now by Ricky Thompson. Ricky, good morning. How are you? Doing good, guys. Hard not to do good after uh, last weekend, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Been a great week. Ricky, they had 87 snaps inside the five-yard line, it feels like, and somehow, some way, Baylor's defense got it done like they've done pretty much all year. Yeah, you know what? They, uh, I'm not sure everybody realizes just how hard that is to do. These guys had the ball at the one- or two-yard line for those seven plays, kicked a field goal, had one – bobble snap back there but the last drive they just absolutely stuffed them four times i know they threw one ball into the end zone made a good play on that to prevent it and then fourth down i mean 
I guess everybody in the country's seen that about 50 times by now because yeah. it's been played over and over and over. And uh, you know, the thing about it is, there was no question he wasn't in. Yeah. Period. The, the pylon didn't even move with his body, leg, nothing. So it was an incredible play, an incredible stop. And remember, up until that point, Oklahoma State only had about what 240, 50 total yards. And they drove 90 yards. Incredible punt down to the 10-yard line. You're thinking, man, this is going to be tough for them to drive it down the field. And they went 89 and a half yards. It, it, you know, that was one of the things that we talked about uh, on Monday, I think it was. It was just the absolute execution of both football teams in that last three and a half. You had to have a great special teams play from Baylor, and you got it. You put them on the 10. Their offense had to make plays to get down the football field. They did. Then you, then Baylor's defense had to make plays to get the stop. They did. That was terrific, terrific football from both teams in that last three and a half minutes. Well, it really was. And if you remember, one of those plays in particular – Spencer Sanders is practically on his back and just throws the ball up for grabs. I'm thinking, this is a pick. And somehow, 17 and orange goes up and gets the ball with two Baylor defenders there and makes a great play. Uh, that that would have ended the game right there. So it's just plays like that over and over during that day. A couple of missed field goals or the game's probably out of reach. But, man, if you're just – an outside football fan that really had no tie to either team. What a game to watch. If, if you're in it and you've got some skin in the game, man, uh, you're puckered the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to pass a pencil test. Uh, Ricky, yeah. I think we all knew that Baylor's defense was going to be the strength of this particular team, considering how many super seniors they had on that squad. So it was, at least from my point of view, I wanted the defense on the field when the game was on the line. How about you? Yeah, they've proven themselves. There's no doubt. They've made play after play after play. You know, you go back to OU, hold those guys to 260 total yards. Uh, an Aranda team has held them to their two lowest yard totals under Lincoln Riley during his term at Oklahoma. That was an incredible win, really. 27-14, I'm not sure it was as close as the score. I just thought we dominated that game. So it's been a, a defensive year for these guys. They've played really well. They've done it when they had to. I guess TCU was the only really game that got out of hand, and that was just – I think that was a perfect storm on that one. But, yeah, they're – they're the guys to depend on, and I tell you what, I think that'll be the case again in the Sugar Bowl, too. Baylor's second time in a Big 12 championship game, and the second time they had to rely on a backup quarterback, and the poise of Shapin just truly amazed me. Well, yeah, poise and complete your first 17 passes. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah, really. That, that is unbelievable, just the fact that he delivered the ball on time to the right place to the right receiver 17 times and then you have no drops no bobbles uh what a start and without that you probably don't win the game so you can just throw this back to so many particular situations and players uh 
I know Jaron McVay made the play at the end of the game, but there were a bunch of plays in the first 59 minutes of that game, too. Mm-hmm. Ricky, it, it it looked like Baylor had the game under control, and, and Oklahoma State looked like they were just almost sleepwalking at times until Baylor decided, and, and it's, I realize it's their M.O., but they went for it on fourth down inside their 40, didn't get it, and that kind of brought new life, I think, to, to the Cowboys. What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. I'm not sure Oklahoma State scores if we don't punt. Uh, Touchdown-wise, I'm not sure they do. But you know what? They've done it all year. So <laughs> I guess you don't change with the uh, importance of the game or the type of game it is. Uh, I would have probably punted, but I'm not a coach, and I didn't win a Big 12 championship. Well, so. isn't, that an, isn't that an indication of how much confidence Dave Aranda has in that defense? Yeah, and I think it's an indication of how much confidence he has in the offense. I mean, you just don't – if you remember, go back to Kansas State. Chapin's over there on the bench holding a clipboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bohannon goes down three plays into a game he had no clue he'd be playing. We go for fourth and six. Yeah. And the kid completes, uh, what, a 20, 21, 22-yard ball uh, to Estrada. Mm-hmm. Third plays in the game. So I think they've got confidence in both sides. Yeah, and I was going to say, you, you you can you can do it from both sides. You, you're a member of the media, but you're a former player. If he would have punted the ball there as a player, how would you have felt? Uh, you know, probably okay. I, I think right. that we've gone for it on fourth down enough during the season that you know he has confidence in you. So I don't think – that was anything that would have reflected a change to the players. I just think it would have been a strategy in that particular game. I, I think they would have been fine, but obviously they were fine going for it too. I, I mean, it, there was no hesitation. There was no doubt. You could tell when they got to that position that they were going for it because the punt team didn't even come up to the sideline and huddle. You're you're on ABC television last Saturday. You you win the the Big Twelve Conference Championship on national television. That's got to be beneficial for Dave and his staff as they get out and and start to start recruiting and, and bringing in players. Absolutely, I think you've already seen a couple of commitments there that uh, have been really important. And I think I think too that this win not only affects this class, it probably affects 23 class more than the 22 class, in my opinion, because you've got your class is well down the road to being finished. And I think this does a great deal for those future classes, the next two. I think we saw it in the Browse era, the championships in a row, and it was, what, 13, 14? It was 16 before they had their best recruiting class. So I think this reflects for the next two or three classes. Well, uh, Dave Aranda, the Big 12 Coach of the Year, Jalen Petrie, the uh, Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, according to the AP. Uh, some uh, well-deserved accolades for, for Baylor football. Yeah. I'd, if anybody else would have gotten it, I, <laughs> I think it would have been just some really bad judgment or partiality because if you're Dave Aranda and you're coming in your second year after going 2-7, and seven, going through the COVID issues in year one, come back, make an offensive change to your staff, 
and then come back and go 11 and two and win the championship, man, it's <laughs> how many times has that happened? Not yeah, often. I think you can count it on one hand. No, not often. Well, we were talking about it. If you win the bowl game, if you beat Ole Miss, you win 12 football games. Your first year, you win two football games. How many people have a 10-game swing? I mean, it's it's amazing. Well, no, it, it just doesn't happen. And I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and call it right now. I did it on the championship game. I think they'll beat Ole Miss. I just think with this team's confidence and – Finishing it out, it's, you know, we always hear this team doesn't want to be there at this bowl game, this and that. Uh, our guys want to be there. I know Ole Miss does too, but I just think Aranda will figure out a way to stop this quarterback corral and and slow them down enough uh, defensively. We played probably the best defense in the nation last week. I really mean that. Those mm-hmm. guys are really good. Uh, the physical. more I watched them on Saturday – they are really, really good. So uh, we face that, and I think we'll move the ball. I think we'll score. Uh, I think Bohannon probably plays. I wouldn't doubt if you don't see both of them a little bit. And I think we win that game, and it is 12 wins. And just can you imagine? First of all, Baylor's never won 12. Mm. And they certainly never won 12 after a year where they won two. Yeah. So what an amazing, amazing year that would be. Hey, I'm going to call it right now, Rick. I'm going to say that you're going to see not only both quarterbacks, but you're going to see both quarterbacks on the field at the same time. Uh, You know what? Wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Be kind of fun. Yeah. One of the one of those guys would be a pretty good running back. Yes, wouldn't indeed, he? he'd yeah. be a heck of an H or a tight end or a full. Yes, indeed. Hey, Rick, I, yeah. I, I, I appreciate your time. Hey, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks. See you Thanks, later. Guys. That's uh, Ricky Thompson, the uh, sideline reporter for the. Uh, I didn't get his prediction on Washington and Dallas. I think I know. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah. So, but anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. So, Ricky Thompson brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. It is 7.56. We're four minutes away from 8 o'clock. And, and speaking of awards, forgot to mention this one. Baylor, uh, Jalen Petrie has also been named to the Walter Camp All-America First Team as a DB. So, uh, that, that's good stuff there as well. All right, uh, 7.56. Let's continue talking Baylor athletics. Let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball bows out of the NCAA tournament. We'll give you details. Plus, men's basketball with a top six showdown in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. 
The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Welcome back. Another tremendous season for Coach Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball came to an end yesterday in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Tournament. Baylor advancing to this round for the third consecutive year, their sixth consecutive 20-win season, but they bow out with a 3-2 loss to Minnesota yesterday in Madison, Wisconsin. Baylor finishes with a 22-5 record on the season. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the second-ranked Baylor Bears in action Sunday with a top-six matchup in the Farrell Center against number 6 Villanova. On the air at 1.30, tip-off at 2, Sunday, right here on ESPN Central Texas, television on ABC. And Baylor women's basketball into an extended break with finals going on on the Baylor campus. For Nikki Collin and the women, they have time to work on some things over this break before playing again December 19th against Michigan. It's a time to really dial in, and you, you can go back and really dial in on what did we do well um, this first stretch of games that we've got to continue to just execute at a higher level. So you really get into execution mode, but it also allows you to add. And so as much as it's the little details, it's what our ball screen defense is and, and things like that, it becomes here's our chance to put something in that people haven't seen, you know, and where you just didn't feel like, all right, we got to build up and foundationally be a really good man-to-man team. But now, can we can we trap certain areas? Can we half-court trap? Can we do some stuff in the full court? Um, you saw us today work a little bit on switching everything, you know, and, and that's more late game driven most of the time. But long term, I would love to switch more stuff. Um, you know, and, and some of that is size driven for us and the difference in size between our guards and posts. But, you know, this just allows us a chance to breathe, a chance to really dial in and, and learn to execute and really know our stuff better as well as kind of tweak and add. And so I think that's the exciting part as a coach is is I, I'm always in add mode because that's just how I think. Now it allows us to say, hey, these, these eight plays that we ran coming out of timeouts that were really good to us, they need to go into our playbook. But until they can't go into our playbook until we actually work on them and, and really clean them up in practice. Nikki Collin and the fifth-ranked Bears in action against number 13 Michigan Sunday week in Connecticut. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More Monday, I'm John Morris. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. They need a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie. Only heard here. Second and nine, snap is back. Prescott time deep middle. All season. Jones at the goal line, touchdown. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington football team. Live from FedEx Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys in Washington, Sunday at 11, on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 10th, listeners to this radio station 
are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Car Buick GMC Cadillac. The Marines will then distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you add your name to Richard Carr's inbound new vehicle purchase list or purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. We're just really focused on self-improvement and winning. You know, we got to do whatever we got to do to win the game. Um, but these guys are very accountable. The work ethic of our football team, the whole space is very high. Uh, they're very accountable. Uh, we know what people think of us. We love that. Uh, we're comfortable who we are, where we are. Uh, but I'm excited about what's in front of us because, you know, we, we – you know, we're, we're going to win this game. Um, I'm confident in that and just, to, you know, the prep that's going into it. Uh, but, you know, more importantly, we're going to, you know, we want to improve too along the way. So I think that's all part about what the challenge of December football gives you. Mike McCarthy, we are going to win this football game. And <laughs> we welcome in Kyle Yeomans from the Cowboys. And Kyle, good morning. How are you? How about that one? Yeah, you know, that one provided a little bit of a fun Thursday for media members out there, wouldn't you think? Yeah, and Ron Rivera's like, yeah, that's a mistake. So, you know, my first thought was, hey, remember George Allen and and how the Cowboys and Washington hated each other back in the late 70s? Could we be rekindling this rivalry to that degree? Man, I I don't know about that degree. I mean, that was intense. But yeah, you're right. I mean, this that that was just kind of what one of those things that that coaches nowadays you you don't hear about a whole lot. And if you do, then it's like that where it blows up and it becomes a national story. And the other team, of course, catches wind because of the streamlined information that we have right now in this day and age. Anytime you say anything you're going to, to hear it from from across the country. Uh, and, and I think that was what Mike McCarthy – I don't know if he was really trying to make a guarantee there. I think he was just trying to portray the confidence level of his ball club and, and, and what they've, they believe in themselves. But then it, it came out that way. That's exactly the way he said it, the way he, he – he, I don't know if he intended to say it that way, but that's the way that it's going to be portrayed because – well, he put it out there into the world, and, of course, Washington's already caught wind. You know what, Kyle? I don't care how he intended it. I like it. I think it, I think it makes for – I think it's fun. I think it's good. Well, I think Dak Prescott feels the same way. Yeah. Did you hear his response I did. yesterday? I, I did. They asked him, what do you think about your head coach saying it? And he was like, well, yeah, that's, that's exactly how we feel. Now, he was a little more, little more vulgar in saying it uh, the way that he, he felt about it as well, but – 
I, I do. I like that confidence. I like the way that, that your team has a bit of swagger. And, and honestly, that was what was the, the case during the six-game win streak earlier in the year. I mean, everything you did right, you knew you did right. And this was a very confident football team. And I just think it's so cool because you're playing this team twice in three weeks. So oh, yeah. let it fly. Let's go. That's the other thing is, is yeah, if you lose this one, you turn around and you get them again two weeks later. Now, you really can't lose this one. This is such a big game. And I think Cowboys fans out there realize uh, more and more as we go along just how important this game is because if it's a two-game swing. You win, mm-hmm. you're up by three games with four to play. You lose, you're up by one with four to play, and you get them again in two weeks. And so, ultimately, that will be a game that could very easily decide the decision or the division with the Arizona Cardinals the week after. So, this is a really, really important game for the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, of course, their playoff chances if they want to continue to to keep their dominance of the NFC East going. I realize what McCarthy had to say is, is bulletin board fodder. But what else would you expect a head coach to say about an upcoming game that we're going to lose? Yeah, yeah. You, you're not going to hear it the other way around. I mean, you're not going to see Mike McCarthy go up there and be like, yeah, you know, this is a team that's won four straight games that we're playing on Sunday. It's just not going to go our way. No, you, you want that confidence level to, to be there. And, uh, and like I said, it's just the way that he phrased it almost made it sound like he was trying to say they're – in-house confidence but sure. i mean have have be able to stick your chest out say it with your chest and and, and be able to portray that to the world that yeah you are confident that you're going to win this football game coming up on sunday it's, it's not like he started out the statement we're going to win this game it was just part of his train of thought there that you know sure my confidence is that we're going to win this game i mean if he says we're going to lose this game you know the nfl's probably checking all the las vegas bookies to make sure that he hadn't betted against the cowboys yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's probably another way you could you could streamline some information the opposite direction if you really wanted it to. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's something that that a lot of coaches, at least since Mike McCarthy has been here, have have started portraying is that extra confidence. And we talked about it in the off season about one of the things that Mike McCarthy had to do in Dallas was build a winning culture, mm-hmm. not just build a culture. You had to build a winning culture, and I, I think they did a good job of doing that. We said it in training camp. I mean, the complete focus of this ball club since they arrived in Oxnard in the, the late uh, part of July, they've been locked in. They've been ready to go, and I, I think that's something important to think about whenever you, you hear the, the confidence level of, of Mike McCarthy and this coaching staff, even after – they, they haven't necessarily been together. I mean, this is a coaching staff that's been half full the last couple of weeks because of the COVID protocols. And now that they're all back together, they're getting some extra guys back, especially on defense with guys like Neville Gallimore and Randy Gregory. I, I think you feel really good about what this team has going into the final five games of the season. And, of course, the coaches feel that way too. I was just, I was just going to bring that up, uh, Kyle. With, with five left, four in your division, then the game with Arizona – this is as oh, excuse me. This is as healthy as this football team has been since training camp. Well, and it's as healthy as they've been this deep in a season as I can remember. Now, I, I want to knock on all the wood as I possibly can. <laughs> I want to try and make sure that nothing happens from here on out. But 
you're you're doing what you need to do to be healthy at the right time of the season. This 10-day layoff was huge for the Cowboys. And it comes after, of course, 12 days, three games, and a, a really tough stretch of schedule. I mean, we went into the – I think you and I, even on this on this this show, talked about, hey, these four games with Kansas City, New Orleans, you had the Raiders, you had the, the Falcons. Like, that, that was going to be a pretty tough schedule uh, to, to really figure out for the Cowboys. And, of course, they went two and two. You're okay with that. Now you got to finish the job. And guess what? You've got all of your horses back to help you finish that job. And I think the addition of Randy Gregory and Neville Gallimore is huge on that defensive line to pair with Demarcus Lawrence, with Micah Parsons. Uh, think about it a couple weeks ago. I mean, we were just talking about uh, Micah on the edge, and that was, it was about it. It was Terrell Basham. It was Dorrance Armstrong. And then in the middle, it was Justin Hamilton, Osa Digizua. Now you have all of those guys, and you add to Marcus Lawrence, and you add Randy Gregory. Let's throw in a Tristan Hill. Oh, here's Neville Gallimore as well. You feel really good about the rotation of your front seven and just how fresh these guys are. Quarterbacks coming up. I mean, you talked about Taylor Heineke this week. This is going to be uh, a struggle for them. They're, he is going to be under pressure for a lot of this week's game, and I think you could say that a lot about the Giants next week. You'd say about Washington again, and then, of course, whatever they they face Kyler Murray coming up in Week 17 as well. You mentioned some of these guys coming back. How many snaps can we expect to see some of these guys play on Sunday against Washington? Well, I think that's probably the good part about it is the fact that they don't have to play the whole game if they don't need to. Uh, that, that's uh, Because of the rotation and now the depth that you have at that position, you could play them 20, 30% of the snaps and feel pretty good about it. And Randy Gregory doesn't have to go out there and play 75 snaps, whereas you see that with guys like Micah Parsons when he's playing from the edge rusher spot. No, you can rotate him in. You can put Micah Parsons down at the edge rusher spot, uh, even if he's been playing linebacker for the last couple of plays or even on that drive. So, I think you feel really good about the fact that you can come in and play those guys just a, a, a fraction of what they would normally do um, and then maybe try and work into and kind of crescendo their workload as the, the their return continues and as the season goes along. With, with, with Zeke's knee, is that going to just be – just got to nurse it through the end of the year? Is that going to be – is it that kind of just nagging injury? Yeah, that's what it seems like that's what's going on there, at least. Because I, I think with with Zeke, they, they've already said that, hey, at the moment, it, barring anything else changing, it will not require any kind of off-season surgery, which, which is a huge win. That means that basically the, the knee is healing, that's, that there is progress there. And I, I thought maybe there was a chance that he doesn't play against New Orleans and then you give him a full – 17 days to rest. I mean, that's a that's a full half of a month that he could have been on the sideline and just kind of nursing and re- rejuvenating. But it, it ultimately comes down to Zeke saying, "Hey, I'm. It's going to take people dragging me off the field <laughs> in order for me to sit on the sideline." And I respect that as well. I mean, we've heard it on occasion from guys like Jerry Jones and, and Mike McCarthy that the lifeblood, the the glue guy of this entire Cowboys team is, is Ezekiel Elliott. And so if your glue guy is sitting on the sideline 
nagging injury, it's going to affect your football team. And I, and I think Zeke knows that as well. And so I, I, I do. I commend Zeke for, for coming out there, being tough, and, and, and gritting through what has definitely affected him. I mean, everyone can look at it and see that's not the normal Zeke out there running around. But maybe these 10 days is enough for him to, to really hit a reset button and to be the Zeke that we, we know out of the backfield. And especially now that, that Tony Pollard has missed two straight days with uh, a nagging foot injury mm-hmm. that he had on the 58-yarder against the New Orleans Saints, it's even more imperative that I think Zeke is healthy and that he's going to have to play the majority of the snaps because – the Cowboys are going to have to get a run game going, and this is a Washington front that's really good at stopping that run game. I don't know if they're as good as New Orleans in stopping that run game. They are really <laughs> good up front. Hey, Kyle, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, look forward to uh, visiting with you again next week. Absolutely, guys. Y'all have fun. Thanks for having me. Keep Talk up the good work, Kyle. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Uh, boy, and I'm telling you, I just mentioned that to him yeah. uh, on, on, the, uh, on the phone just a minute ago. Uh, his work with – the the Cowboys is really outstanding. Uh, mm-hmm. He he does it. He's doing a great job with those guys. All right, uh, that is our, our our Cowboy report from Kyle Yeomans. We're going to get to the Cowboy report with Christy Scales here in just a couple of minutes, and we'll also check out the weather forecast brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home. We do want to remind you that the eight o'clock hour this morning is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest. You can elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. Now hiring hydraulic electrical and service technicians they offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay drop by 7601 imperial drive to apply all right coming up we're going to talk some baylor basketball we're going to talk uh about army navy we're going to get into the heisman trophy yeah they're going to do the heisman trophy did you forget uh, no no okay uh, well i certainly did uh it, <laughs> it's just been kind of uneventful uh so we'll do that coming up in our next segment at the bottom of the hour craig way from valley sports south Wes is going to join us and talk high school football, and uh, we'll do all of that here in the next uh, next couple of segments from ESPN Central Texas. But right now, let's bring in Christy Scales with today's Cowboy Update. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Mike McCarthy threw some gasoline on the Dallas-Washington rivalry yesterday. Hear what the head coach said right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Need a holiday gift for the football fan in your life? Give the gift of the Cowboys this season with the Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Memberships start at just $20 and include an exclusive fan pack, VIP member experiences, and more. Tis this season. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to give a Dallas Cowboys United membership today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy, who missed last week's game because of COVID, finally cleared protocols and was allowed to return in person to work at the Star yesterday. And in his morning press conference, he helped reignite the Dallas-Washington rivalry with these words heading into Sunday's huge road game in the nation's capital. 
we're, we're going to win this game. I'm confident in that and the prep that's going into it. But you know, more importantly, you know, we want to improve too along the way. So I think that's all part about what the challenge of December football gives you. The Cowboys have a two-game lead over Washington with five games left to play, and these two teams meet twice in a three-game stretch. The Cowboys expect to have defensive lineman Randy Gregory and Neville Gallimore returning from injury, but running back Tony Pollard could be a game-time decision because of a foot injury. Sunday's kickoff is noon central. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Get ready for a record-breaking day today. We'll see clearing skies with highs topping out at 85 degrees, and that should smash the record high of 80, which was set back in 1938. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 50 and mostly sunny, breezy, and cooler tomorrow, with temperatures holding steady in the mid to upper 50s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Recently on Game Time. You know, obviously DeMarcus Lawrence left after the first week. Randy Gregory's been in and out. Brent Urban was placed on injured reserve a few weeks ago. Back in the preseason when the Cowboys visited the Arizona Cardinals, they lost defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, who's, you know, clearly the best defensive tackle. And so he hasn't played at all so far this season. That's their starting four. DeMarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Brent Urban, Randy Gregory. And they have never had all four of them together. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark, Ward White's with the weekend off, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't call that the weekend off. Oh, it's not? not? He's just not here today. Oh. Well, but he will be here later today on the phone. Maybe. Just, just you know, maybe if we can wake him up. He's just not in studio. That's why I'm here. Yeah, he, he's, you know, and again, he's in Whitewater, Wisconsin, where Whitewater and uh, Mary Harden Bader will play. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Saturday afternoon. I believe it's at 2.30 with a uh, 2 o'clock pregame on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Ward will have the call. But all I heard all last, all this week and, and over the weekend, he's texting me over the weekend, it's supposed to be 8 degrees with the wind chill to 47 <laughs> below and – you know, it's supposed to be They're raining play on the sideways. And tundra. Yeah, I mean, all, all that's it's all you. And then you, you know what? I got to work this morning. We look and uh, check the uh, the weather in, in Whitewater, and it's thirty four degrees or something yeah. to that effect. It's, Balmy. It's perfect yeah. weather for for football if you like a hundred percent chance for rain today but today but they're not today. playing today there's a ninety percent chance for snow tomorrow they're playing tomorrow <laughs> with the winter now it will be a, a, a a quick turnaround. The winner will have, you know, if, if Mary Harden Baylor is fortunate enough to beat Whitewater, they got to hustle home. Mm-hmm. Then they got to start prepping. And then they got to get to uh, Canton, Ohio on Thursday mm-hmm. for a game on Friday night. It's on Friday, not Saturday. The Amos Alonzo Stag Bowl. Yes, will be on Friday night. I guess it's on Friday, not Saturday for television purposes. So it'll be nationally televised. Oh, great. And so there you go. But anyway, I just thought, you know, most, you know, so what, what for the traveling team, if the traveling team this week in the semifinals wins, it's, it's a quick turnaround. It's, it's get home, it's practice, it's get a game plan together, it's, it's get back up to Canton, Ohio and play the game. So anyway. And, and bowl season starts one week from today. Yeah. Yeah. Bahamas Bowl and the Cure Bowl one week from today. I just keep wanting someone to say, you know, I need you to go to the Bahamas Bowl and, and cover that game for us. One week from tomorrow, there are seven bowl games on Saturday the 18th. Seven. Start, start knocking them out. <laughs> start knocking them out. All right, uh, a couple of things we need to uh, to touch base on here today. Uh, we'll start with volleyball. Baylor volleyball, the number five seed in the uh, NCAA tournament, fell to number 12 seed Minnesota yesterday afternoon in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, their season ends at 22 and 6 is a heck of a match mm. with with uh, Minnesota and I think earlier in the year maybe the first match of the year they played Minnesota and beat them but yeah. uh well, the full five sets yep it did it, it did indeed and so they they finished the year at 22 and 6 as we mentioned there is one college football game tomorrow and that's Army Navy mm-hmm. will you watch yes sir heck yes the, the who care look Army's 8 and 3 Navy's 3 and 8 who cares yeah, it's just it's always the, a great game to the, watch. The pageantry mm-hmm. of that football game is is second to none, it's in, all, in my I, opinion. They played at Yankee Stadium, right? I don't know where they're playing this oh, year. Yeah. You know, they used to play at the Vet every mm-hmm. year. It yeah. was just that's just the way it was. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, because of COVID last year, I think they went to to campus. Maybe. Uh, I I don't know where it's at this yeah. year. But but it's I, always the possibility of watching football in a snow globe. Sure. And watching wishbone offenses operate, yeah, and yeah. you know, so I don't know if you've seen, but if you haven't, and I encourage everyone to do this, if you want, uh, you know, I th- go check out Navy's uniform for 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 tomorrow's game. It is a special uniform, and it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. It is unbelievable how cool the uniform is. So Navy's going to have, uh, I think Navy's going to win the battle of the uni. <laughs> I, 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 I think they will. Well, and the odds makers think that Army's going to win the, the the game itself. Well, they're going to. They're yeah. you know, they're I assume they're, they're going eight to. And three and Navy's like three and eight, something like that. Yeah. So we got a text on the CNC Collision Center text line. 
that said Baylor basketball has a chance to uh, go to number one mm-hmm. if we take care of business on Sunday. Did you catch the Purdue game last night and how they lost? No, I did not, but did we, not. We, we've efforted. And it, it's a buzzer beater, yeah. right? Yeah, Rutgers with a buzzer beater. Rutgers goes in four and four on the year and beats eight and zero. Oh, Purdue seventy to sixty eight on a buzzer beater. Now Sunday afternoon, right uh, here in Waco, at uh, at the Ferrell Center, you've got Villanova coming to town, and uh, this is going to be a nationally televised game. We'll have it right here on ESPN Central Texas, and man, a lot. Uh, before we get to the Christmas break, the Bears could be the number one team in the country. Well, they ended the year that way. Why not start the next year Which that way? Which was my point. Does it really matter in college basketball? No, we have a thing called a playoff. If you win, you move on. If you lose, you don't. You had not kicked that soapbox out from under Never you yet, going have to. you? <laughs> Never going to. But stop and think about March Madness. and just It's the greatest sporting event in all of sports, in my opinion. I've got a friend that every year goes out to Vegas for that first weekend. Mm-hmm. Just the first weekend mm-hmm. because that's when the real madness is, when you've got like five games going on at one time. Yeah, I get it. And he goes out there just to watch people and how they react to the end of the game because of how they bet or whatever. It's, it's, it's a blast. Well, and we finally have had a 16 beat a one. I mean, yeah. 15s will beat a two from mm-hmm. time to time. Yeah. Listen, it's about getting in the tournament. Every conference champion gets in. Now, there's a novel thought. Yeah. And then they all have the same opportunity. They're, you know, these games, most of them, these games are played on a neutral site. Mm-hmm. So everybody has a fair opportunity to win the game. Yes. You win, you move to the next one. If you lose, you start getting ready for next year. Yeah. It's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's why March Madness is the greatest sporting event of all time. In my opinion, in your it's, opinion, it's not my favorite sport, no. but it's my favorite sporting event. It, 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 it is. I mean, yeah. it's the coolest thing yeah. to watch the and to watch the reaction of some of these teams when they do pull off that buzzer beater or mm. whatever the case may be oh, yeah. and win the game. Yeah. The emotional reaction that they have, you can't put a price tag on that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so here we go. Everybody wins to get in. And then you know you have you have uh, at large teams. I get that, but mm-hmm. if you're a conference champion, you're in. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And then you go play the games, and, and we get it down to four teams, and we get it down to two, mm-hmm. and away we go. And you're right, Scott Drew's team a year ago made that march right through the tournament and win the championship. And and you know look. Uh, very cool. Uh, yeah. And they're the defending national champions. They're the ones right now that's got the big target on their chest. Mm-hmm. And But you know what? Who cares? Go play the game. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's kind of their attitude. Yeah. And I know that your point is that football needs to have a true playoff. And I think they're trying to get there with all these realignments that are going on. They're trying to pare down the they're number of They're not trying hard enough. Let me just say that. <laughs> Not, well, not near hard enough. Not going fast enough for and the, you. In that committee that's in Grapevine going to the, the ice skating and all that stuff up there. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to hear about it. I mean, it's, it's a ridiculous formula for a great game. It's a ridiculous conclusion to a great season. Yeah, it is. It, 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 there's too many things intertwined right now that they're trying to untangle 
so they can get to the four major conferences so they can get to They ain't a, got a clue what they're doing. Okay, if you say so. All right, four, uh, you picking Bryce Young to win it tomorrow, Heisman Trophy? Of course, he won everything last night, didn't yeah. he? I, I'm sorry. I mean, I just did not get jazzed up about the Heisman race this year because I don't think it was much of a race. I don't think they – I think they kind of – created a race at the end of the year but i mean there was just during the course of the season i didn't you know there wasn't a ton of talk about heisman and just is that is that parody within college football now i don't know i just think it was one of those weird now with the transfer portal and all that people can transfer around here there and everywhere and (laughs) figure out what's what logo you got on your helmet yeah i don't know now I, i i don't know i just don't think that we for whatever reason this year had that that spectacular Heisman Trophy conversation. We just didn't. So, there you go. All right, uh, let's see. What do we got going on? Uh, Again, Baylor and uh, Villanova, by the way, will be right here on ESPN Central Texas, 130 for the pregame. And uh, John and uh, we'll have the call for us and uh, look forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. It is uh, 830, and uh, we're going to step aside right here. When we come back, We'll talk some more high school football. Craig Way from Valley Sports Southwest will join us. We're, I'm going to see if we can get Craig to to confirm how many of the state championship games he's actually going to be behind the mic. I think it's eight. Quite, quite possible. I, I think it's eight. So we'll, we'll talk to Craig, and we'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor basketball. Recently on the John Moore Show. Who, if you had a vote, who would be the Big 12 Coach of the Year oh, this year? Easily be Coach Randa. Uh, like, no question, no, right? No, no question. No question. After, after yeah. two and seven last year, there, there would be no question. That All right, be. so the Big 12 coaches, the coaches vote for uh, Big 12 honors, Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Offense, Defense, all that came out today. Uh-huh. Mike Gundy is the Big 12 Coach of the Year. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the Foundation Doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. 
From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctor is just like old Santa Claus. Just like old Santa, we make house calls. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Lorena Leopards are headed to the state championship game after a 55-17 semifinal win over Lago Vista. The Marlin Bulldogs, though, were knocked out of the 2A Division I semifinals by Hawley, 19-12. Tonight, the China Spring Cougars take on Cuero, first spot in the 4A Division II state championship game. Dave Aranda has been named Big 12 Coach of the Year by Associated Press. In his second year as head coach, he guided Baylor to a conference championship and a New Year's Six Bowl game. Jalen Petrie is the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, according to Associated Press. He leads the APL Conference first team along with Terrell Bernard, Treston Ebner, Connor Galvin, and Apu Ika. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 champion Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels Saturday, January 1st from New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 and the SEC on January 1st in the All-State Sugar Bowl right here on the home of Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios. Eight thirty-four. Welcome back in. This is game time. Tom Barfield, Lark Smith, pinch hitting for Ward Whites today. Ward is, as we mentioned, in uh, Whitewater, Wisconsin, getting ready for UMHB and Whitewater in the uh, in the D three semifinals. And it is time for us to talk high school football. Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's. Texas Football Magazine joins us uh, quite often here on the program, but uh, we are joined today by the voice of the UIL and uh, from Bally Sports Southwest as well, Craig Way. Craig, uh, first of all, congratulations to your sidekick, Greg Tepper. They've uh, they've expanded the family, haven't they? Not only have they expanded the family, Tom, they kind of expanded the family right in the middle of our show last night. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of made it interesting. I, I, I don't bet. know if anybody saw this, and and then later it was tweeted out. But literally, we were of course the show shifts to Saturdays once we get to the third round of the playoffs. So here we go on the fourth round last weekend, quarterfinal weekend, and Tepper is there, and and we knew I think the plan for him and Jen was to induce labor on the uh, following Monday. So you know. Tepper looks at those kind of things the way I used to when I was having my four kids. Oh, 48 hours out? I'm good. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So he shows up, and we do the first hour of the show. And we're just rolling through it. We get to the break at the top of the hour, and uh, he looks down at his phone, and he goes, hmm. And I said, what? He goes, baby, the baby may be coming. I went, what? He said, hold on. He got a text from his uh, mother-in-law. So he calls her, and we hear him saying, okay, uh-huh, yeah, uh, a water broke, uh, well, okay, all right, do, do I have time? Okay, all right. And he hangs up, and he said, 
Uh, he said, I got one more. I need to do it. Maybe I can go after another segment or something like that. And he hangs up and I said, is the baby about to arrive? And he goes, well, uh, I think Jen's water broke. They're on their way to the hospital. I'm like, dude, you need to go. And, and, uh, and Rick Renner said the same thing. He goes, can I go? The producer very loudly in our earpieces goes, go, man, go. <laughs> so he leaves. This was at midnight. And he tweets out at 2.28 a.m. The child had arrived and holding all that kind of stuff. So that baby probably arrived within a couple of hours of, of when he walked off the set. Wow. So he got it a little close, but he made it. That is so cool. Uh, wow. And, and congratulations to the Tepper family. Absolutely. Uh, Greg's done He's Man, he has done a great job with Dave Campbell's magazine, as well as uh, working with you guys on Bally. So good stuff. We're in the semifinal round, uh, Craig, and, and we've already had some games played last night. I, I'm just I'm amazed, and Lark and I have talked about it a couple of times this morning, I'm amazed at just how dominant Lorena has been in the 3AD D2 playoffs, uh, D1 playoffs, rather. I mean, w- what a job. Every playoff game, 50 points or more, and a couple of them, 60 points. I mean, this is this is pretty dominant job by uh, Ray Biles' team. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'm going to be very curious to see what the computer thinks about this matchup with Brock next week because Brock had been blowing teams out, and they got pushed overtime by a really good Mount Vernon team last night. Uh, but it would be interesting to see if the Leopards become kind of the favorite of the computer going into that state championship matchup. I, th- I think the two 3A games have a very, very realistic possibility of being the two best games of the entire state championship week if things fall to form in the d2 bracket tonight and i expect them to uh, i expect franklin uh, to advance and i expect gunner to advance and that would be one and two they've been wire to wire number one in the state and number two in the state the entire season wire to wire they've been blowing the doors off the opposition every single week and if they both follow through with victories tonight in the semifinals, then you'd have Franklin and Gunner, and you'd have Lorena and Brock, and I think the 3AD1 and the 3AD2 would probably be, the, certainly would have the opportunity to be the two best state championship games of the entire weekend. We've, uh, in in Central Texas, we're blessed to have several teams. Obviously, Marlin uh, turns the ball over last night and in, in- Look, they lose to Holly 19-12, uh, to 12, but that was a tremendous run for, for the Bulldogs. But we've still got China Spring and Mark standing, and they've got an opportunity to get to AT&T as well, and both of them a very good opportunity to get to AT&T. You know, Tom, one thing that's been kind of refreshing, we've talked about this on uh, on the television show, Tepper and I have, uh, and and it's still, it's still popping up, is we are seeing more – uh, for want of a better term, new blood on on in the state championship, or at least the the push to try to get to the state championships, and it's it's evident in the in in Central Texas with the amount of teams there, and even here in the Greater Austin area. I mean, there were five until last night when Lago Vista was taken out by Lorena. There's still four teams in the greater Austin area. You have a two-time defending state champion in Westlake. You have Lake Travis, and that's both of those are in 6A. You have LBJ, the number one team in the state, mm-hmm. in 4A. And you have Liberty Hill in 5A Division Two. We're seeing that less of the Metroplex influence below 6A and less 
from the greater Houston area below 6A as well. College Station has a great opportunity to be in the state championship. Katie Pato is from the greater Houston area, and I do think we'll see College Station and Pato mm-hmm. arrive in the 5A Division One title round. Uh, but there's there's a lot still up for grabs. And so it, I'm fully expecting Mart to handle its business uh, tonight over in Elgin and, and advance for the state championship round. And uh, and uh, I do, you know, and Shiner got pushed a bit, but we kind of figured if any team in 2A Division One was going to push Shiner, it would be the team they saw last night, Timson. Very athletic, very fast, back in the semifinals for a second straight year. Those kids, uh, you know, they started a freshman quarterback last year. He's a sophomore, and, uh, you know, so they, we figured they would push him, and they did push him a bit, but Shiner did prevail, and so you got Shiner and Hawley there in that 2A Division One title round. Uh, I, you know, Stratford was very impressive in what they did in eliminating Albany. I still like Mart, though, if they handle their business tonight to be able to finish the job this year in 2AD2. Waco football fans are very fortunate. Uh, there's three games, three state semifinal games in Waco, Texas, uh, two over to McLean Stadium, one over to Panther Stadium in Hewitt. So pretty cool that, you know, that uh, there's three games for high school football fans not to have to leave town to go see. Well, same thing in these parts too, Tom. It's just a couple of miles uh, from my home uh, over at uh, Kelly Reeves Athletics Complex, or we mm-hmm. call it the Palace on Parmer, uh, where China <laughs> Spring will play uh, tonight. And then tomorrow afternoon, Lake Travis against Galena Park North Shore. They want to flip for a, a neutral home flip, and they're going to have that game. And, of course, you're just on the other side of us uh, in Elgin for for your broadcast tonight for Mark. By the way, I, put I the thought you would come South see me. Uh, well, you know, I have put the folks at Southside Market and Myers smokehouse both on high alert one of the two places and virtually cleaning out uh the the supply so they're they're they'll be armed and ready for you (laughs) and look i I, i'm gonna have the crew so yeah i I can imagine that uh, that is where we're headed uh that's great places great great barbecue both a great sausage the elgin sausage at either of those places you can't go wrong either at south side or at Myers, you're in good hands either place. All right, uh, talk to me about Duncanville and uh, South Lake Carroll. Uh, wow, I, I, man, I think this is going to be fun. Yeah, did I mention to you that I got added to, to call that game tomorrow? No, it, 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 yeah, uh, that, that happened. Um, I uh, I got added to the roster on that deal. Bally's has added two telecasts. For this week in a state semifinal, one is tonight in Frisco uh, between Wichita Falls, Hershey, and Stephenville, and Ted Emmerich's going to work that telecast. And um, and then I'm going to work the Duncanville South Lake Carroll uh, game tomorrow with Shea Walker, who's going into the High School Football Hall of Fame in their mm-hmm. class uh, there in Waco next May. Uh, and uh, it's it's the fourth straight year. You know, and, and Duncanville had won the first two, and Carroll won last year. So here's Roman numeral four. And you've got that that old thing about the unstoppable force and the immovable object, the immovable object being Duncanville's defense and South Lake Carroll's offense with Noah Allen, the outstanding running back, and Caden Anderson's done a tremendous job at quarterback. And yet, for all of that, and not enough is said about South Lake Carroll's defense, which has been really good, and that's where I think the crux of this game lies. Can Duncanville, with uh, its really good running back, Malachi Medlock, generate enough offense and their offensive line against that Carroll defensive front. That's where the key to that game lies. 
tomorrow afternoon in McKinney. Craig, last year we got a chance to see the Dodge Bowl with uh, Todd and Riley Dodge going up against each other. This year they each have a chance to win a 6A championship. And no one, Lark, no one is happier about that than Elizabeth Dodge. I have to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have to sit in the stands and, and decide who she's going to root for. Last year, you know, we, we all asked. We asked Todd, who's in my studio every week, and we asked Riley, is she going to wear one of those split-down-the-middle jerseys? And he said, no, 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 she's not going to do that. But she's going to wear, I think it was, he said, a jersey or a shirt from one of the schools and a hat from the other. And she sat on one side of the stadium uh, for the for the first half and sat with another fan group on the second half. I think she's just hoping she can keep her seat for back-to-back games if they could both do that since – uh, South Lake Carroll would play in the 6A Division One game, and then Westlake would play in the 6A Division Two. Now, uh, neither neither side is assured of victory this weekend, especially Carroll against Duncanville, mm-hmm. but also Westlake, as dominant as they have been this year, this will be their best test. Uh, I don't know that uh, against Katie. So that's uh, I think this will be their best test. In, in, in truth, I got to tell you guys, I think the de facto 6A Division two state championship will be played uh, there at McLean Stadium tomorrow between Westlake and Katy. I think the winner of that is going to beat the survivor uh, up on the north side with uh, Denton Geyer in action against Tomball. Yeah, I have to agree. You, you mentioned your uh, work of the game tomorrow. Uh, how many of the state championship games will you be uh, behind the mic for? I'm scaling back this year, Tom. I'm only doing eight of the 12. So, <laughs> I did nine last year. It's a, I've, got a, I've got a Texas basketball game on Tuesday night, and then I'll zip up there. Uh, both of the six-man games, Wednesday morning and afternoon, I think it'll start 11 in the morning with the uh, 1A six-man division one game. The, the six-man division two game, I think, by the way, is a must-see TV. That could yeah. be as good as those 3A games uh, with uh, Motley Cowley and Strawn. Yeah. And then and then, I, and then the 2A Division won that game. I'm, so I'm going to do three the first day, one the second, and then two Friday and two on Saturday. So if China Spring is able to advance to the 4A D2 title game, I'll have the call on uh, that one. So among, among the eight games uh, that I'll do, including the two 6A and the two six-man games. Craig, appreciate it. As always, uh, man, we do appreciate you popping on. Look forward to seeing you uh, at uh, AT&T Stadium next week. And Again, it should be a blast with all these championship games uh, uh, under the roof of AT&T Stadium. And uh, look forward to it and look forward to watching it on Bally Sports with you guys. And What time is the show tomorrow night? Uh, it'll be 11. We'll go 11P to 1A. We don't have any reports of any maternity watch, so uh, <laughs> all of that's good. Pepper will be back in the house, and I'm sure there'll be baby photos and all that, but we will have the complete <laughs> recap, and we'll have the highlights uh, tomorrow night from, from across the state. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Craig. Craig, thanks. Talk to you right, soon. Mark. See you later. You bet, Tom. All right, that's, uh, that's Craig Way, and uh, he's only doing eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. Hardest wow. working man in show business. That may be the, the moniker for James Brown, but I'm sorry. This guy's the hardest working yeah. man in Texas show business for I, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, I am. So he did a basketball game last night. Uh, he did a basketball game last night in New Jersey. Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Seton Hall defeated Texas. And uh, I, I, 
I, you know, I don't know the Texas basketball schedule, so I texted him and said, hey, Greg Tepper's out. Can You want to pinch hit for Tep? He said, yeah, love to. I said, can you do 8 o'clock? He goes, I got to take the dog to the, to the uh, groomers <laughs> or something to that effect. I had no clue, and then I look up and – He's in New Jersey last night, and they got in about 3 o'clock this morning. So you're right. Uh, it's crazy. All right. Uh, let's take a second, and let's talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Uh, the Embrys have, uh, well, again, four generations of Embrys taking care of Central Texas. That is that is such a cool thing. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation is built one customer at a time. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They carry all size of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches. For all those fencing needs, they also have American-made grade 60 rebar. I guess what I'm telling you is, is basically they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. They're in Bryan. They're also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. They'll be open tomorrow from 8 until noon. And you can always check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Don't forget, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they deliver and they unload. It's Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and again, right here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. High school football on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Class 2A Division II state semifinals as the Mark Panthers take on the Beavers of Fall City. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and me this Friday night as the Mark Panthers meet Fall City. Our broadcast begins at 6.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7 o'clock. Don't miss the state semifinals. It's Mart in Fall City, and it's this Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5000 down or cash or trade. TTNL Extra, see dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a 7-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for $225 a month. A 2019 Ford F-150 for $438 a month. Plus, get top dollar for your trade now. Richard Car pre-owned vehicles go through a 172-point inspection, and our aggressive lenders say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. 
The Lorena Leopards are headed to the state championship game after a 55-17 semifinal win over Laga Vista. The Marlin Bulldogs, though, were knocked out of the 2A Division I semifinals by Hawley, 19-12. Tonight, the China Spring Cougars take on Cuero, first spot in the 4A Division II state championship game. Dave Aranda has been named Big 12 Coach of the Year by Associated Press. In his second year as head coach, he guided Baylor to a conference championship and a New Year's Six Bowl game. Jalen Petrie is the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, according to Associated Press. He leads the AP All-Conference first team along with Terrell Bernard, Treston Ebner, Connor Galvin, and Apu Ika. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor football is ESPN Central Texas and the 87th Annual All-State Sugar Bowl. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Lark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me for Game Day Live, live from New Orleans on January 1st. Game Day Live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll preview the game, have interviews, and, of course, scores from across the nation. Don't miss Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, live from New Orleans on January 1st and here on ESPN Central Texas. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. All right, 854, six away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. From Whitewater, Wisconsin, the uh, side of the uh, semifinals of the Division Three football NCAA football championships. It is UMHB at Whitewater, where it is uh, according to according to Ward White, it's about fourteen below zero with a windshield <laughs> of thirty five below. It's forty five degrees in Whitewater. What are you complaining about, dude? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's thirty two right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. So it's not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, all I heard all it's this week. a lot week, better than seven what we saw yesterday, I'll tell you that. Right? Did you land in seven-degree temperatures? No, it was uh, it was around the 30s last night when we when we finally landed here. See, that's all it's I heard, Lark, was, it's, it's, oh, it's going to be so cold. I don't know what to wear. Oh, my goodness. It's, 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 it's a beautiful weather forecast for football. Right? It is. Now, I will tell you when we uh, – we were watching TV just a little while ago, watching the local news. Winter weather advisory, snow overnight tonight. So we'll see how that plays out. So I was going to ask, uh, I, 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 did I see some rain in today's forecast and then snow for tomorrow? Is that kind of the drill? Yeah, it uh, started off with rain today is what they're saying. is Now the sun's shining on us right now, so <laughs> who knows. But they, they say rain this afternoon turning into snow mix tonight and Maybe a little snow early in the morning tomorrow, but well, nonetheless, what, you know, it's just nothing. Yeah, what's what? What does what this game come down to, in your in your opinion, as you've done your prep for Whitewater and, and the Crusaders? Well, I, you know, as we talked earlier this week too, and and earlier, it, it's it, you've got to be able to stop the run of Whitewater. I mean, they're they're running back Alex Pete is, you know, one of the best in the nation at what he does, and they they're going to have to figure out a way to slow him down maybe make them do something they're not comfortable doing. Uh, and if they can do that, then on the other side of it, I think UMHB has just to play their game offensively. You know, last week was a, a big offensive outpouring, but they were taking what the defense was giving them. I think if they challenge them at the receiver position, maybe look at Brandon Jordan, a little bit of a mismatch there against the cornerback. If they can get him in that situation, go to him and then use that ground game of theirs with the three running backs they have. 
they could punish some defenses because of the fresh legs that they can rotate those running backs in with. So if UMHB can take what the defense gives them, maybe get that running game going pretty well, I, I think they have a really good chance in this semifinal game. All right, don't come back without a win, okay? Okay, I won't. Uh, all right. <laughs> hey, you guys enjoy it. We look forward to the call tomorrow afternoon over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Winner gets to go to Canton. So, hey, let's uh, let's get it done, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, let's talk to you soon. That is Ward White from, uh, from Whitewater, Wisconsin, where it's 32 degrees and sunshine. Yeah. Beautiful day. Yeah, uh-huh. If you like that kind of weather. If you like that kind of weather. All <laughs> right. That is going to do it for us here on this uh, football Friday. Don't forget, we're coming to you tonight, 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock kick. It'll be Mart and Fall City right here on ESPN Central Texas. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of today's show. Kevin Hoffman, Ricky Thompson, Kyle Yeomans, Craig Way, and, of course, Ward White. And thanks to Lark Smith for pinch hitting for Ward. We will do this again on Monday at 7 a.m. John Morris coming up at 3 and Matt Mosley at 4 today right here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action on Sunday, December 19th in Connecticut against Michigan in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase. Join Sophia Young Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, all season long. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The First National Bank of Central Texas is thrilled to back the Mart Panther football team as they make a run at another state championship. Just like the Panthers, we strive to be the best we can be every day, and we're proud of our roots. We've been a part of the Mart community since 1901. We are a locally owned bank that believes in getting to know and taking care of our customers. We invite you to come by and see us at Mart or any of our five locations, or find out more at fmbct.com. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hobbs Bobbitt Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. In a rematch of last season's Sweet 16 matchup in Indianapolis, it's Baylor and Villanova this Sunday in the Farrell Center. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Bears, Wildcats, Baylor and Villanova. Sunday here on the home of the defending national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.